today. I won't bug you too much. There are a few ways you can support the Brad and Brit cast. One of them is to shop at our Amazon store. That's shop.bradandbrit.com. Many of you have been doing this, and we certainly appreciate it. Doesn't change the price of the stuff you're buying at shop.bradandbrit.com. You can donate via PayPal. That's at Brad and Brit. On Venmo, it's BBCast. And on Cash App, it's BDUB336, BDUB336. And another great way to support us is to give us a five-star review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, wherever. Just give us a five-star review. Brad and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. Uh, it is the Brad and Brit cast, our first one for this week. Uh, Britt was uh, on assignment in a foreign country doing something that he can't talk about and I can't hint to or else we'd both be in deep trouble. So let's just leave it there. How about that? (laughs) That'll be a good thing. That'll uh, be fine. You could show us your passport. We'd know where you were, but you don't. As long as it's not a vaccination. As long as it's not a vaccine passport, we're in shape there, pal. Yeah. Now uh, we're, we can't go. We're not going to go over things. For, for, but but I will I will say this to you, Britt, and uh, uh, you know I'm not a big concert guy. Yeah, I've been done. In fact, now that I think about it, we haven't done anything, nothing, hmm. no live shows since the beginning of the pandemic in uh, early 2020. But uh, Friday night we broke the spell. Where'd you go? And. Uh, uh, where we live, we happen to be lucky because uh, Trevor Noah, who, mm-hmm. of course, as you know, is on the Brad and Britt schedule. He's oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, and then he yes. takes Friday off. That's correct. And, of course, he, he uses the weekends to go around the country and do live shows. So he did one in Greensboro, North Carolina, where, where we are. That's in the Eastern time zone for you folks overseas. Because they just don't pay him that much, so he has to go out on the weekends and try to make some money to kind of right. get that, a salary. You know what? Kind of that is the most ignorant shitting on a story that's so <laughs> irrelevant. No, no, no. You, you. Sometimes, sometimes you do, but but that one really is is stupid. Okay, but okay, I'll just forget. I'll pretend you didn't say that. He is so good. He is so excellent, and like yeah. a lot of great people on television who are known for whatever it is they're doing they are completely different when they're not restrained by the the rectangle around them the box the tv camera he's so he's so fabulously excellent and without talking about anything that he talked about i'll just say this um he was off all summer, in case you noticed. You remember, you, you tune in. They were always showing The Office, nine episodes of The Office every night, right? That, that's how they were covering up that they that. Paid, they paid a lot of money for those. They got to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for, except for right. you know, that one right. diversity but he, day. You know, he just, that one he, anymore. Right, he, he just wasn't there. Uh, turns out the reason he wasn't there is because, ready? He had a urinary tract. Infection. Men don't wow. get those very often. They no, really, they're, really they're don't. They're painful. They're fucking painful. Oh, boy. Well, th- they're so painful that they can turn into a one-half-hour, yeah. nonstop, hilarious thing that Trevor Noah did with an anatomy lesson about women and what they go through and how all the men in the audience had to slink down in their seats because he gave a blow-by-blow uh, uh, description of not just what happened to him, but what he now realizes 
what happens to women and why women are and why they want the fucking temperature five degrees colder in the house. Why? Oh, was, it, what, what was it really funny? Was it was it really hysterical? He, uh, I, I and it it's so good. And he yeah. couldn't do that on television. Right. It, it would never work on TV. But with a with a live interactive crowd, it was great. He's great. I've I had respect for him before. Way more now. Yeah. Way more now. He's 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 that good. And, you know, with the physicality of a, of a guy on stage who knows how to. Yeah. Who, you you know, he's comfortable up there. That's all I can say. All but right, he's, that, he's that's such a. All, He's yeah. such an ugly son of a bitch to look at, though. I mean, that's the problem with that guy. Is you just that's it. That's it. But, uh, I, I, think it ladies, was, uh, I think the ladies dig him. I think the ladies kind of oh, think he's sort of attractive. Well, yeah. He, well, he he is like, and 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 it, it is true. He has certainly he doesn't have to try because this is obviously his personality. He has mastered the art of smiling all the time. Which, yeah. as you know, I, I I nailed that one down. Oh, yeah. you know, thirty he, years ago. It's he all stole I stole it from you. The guy stole it right. from you. He ripped it off. Right. right. But he's he's uh, all right. So that's my one personal story. Why don't you throw one out there? You have to have done something in the last four days of interest before we we, uh, we uh, dig into the reconciliation bill versus the infrastructure bill. <laughs> Kill me. Just shoot well, me. Is, is AOC going to wreck the entire yeah, process? Shoot me. No, shoot no, no, no. Me. We went to. We actually went to a concert. 10 days ago, 11 days ago at the Greensboro Coliseum. It was a large event with a lot of people there. And we uh, there was this group I'd never heard of called Dan and Shea, but we went to go see the band Camino. I have their shirt on right here. I like them a lot. They were one of the opening bands, and they were great, and we wore our masks, and that was the first time that I've actually been to something in a long, 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 so, long, long, long time. I, I saw that once. De Niro is was in fine. that. Scorsese directed yes, it. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Now they had a little problem with an event at the Greensboro Coliseum last night. Have you heard this? I, uh, you know, I saw something. On, this was a I, again. This is one of those. I, I heard the second half of what was going on, and let me let me let me try to describe what I know. Tell me if this is right. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll let you see if you're right or not. This would be good. Um, it was a a show at I don't know whether it was sold out, but the Greensboro Coliseum is enormous. It, it, it looked 18, like it, it looked 000. like it was yeah, it looked right. like it was sold and, out. And it sure. was some rapper guy that, of course, I haven't heard of. My children haven't heard of. My dog, but okay, yeah. not my world, not my thing. I believe it was uh, it. the the headliner was uh, Fayetteville's own Jake Cole. Jake Cole Whatever. was your headliner. Don't don't know him. Don't 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 doesn't matter. <laughs> Not you, part of you, your you universe. Get to, you get to like what you like. You get to pay to see who you get to see. <laughs> but but uh, for for some reason, um, a show that was supposed to start at eight o'clock. Not only didn't start at eight, it didn't start at nine, it didn't start at ten, it didn't start no. at eleven. No. Um, and so all these people were were mad, and that was our top story tonight on News yeah. Two. That's yeah. all I know. That is sure. all I know. Okay. That's true. Um, they they he he puts J Cole the artist puts a, a statement out. He goes, man, we just you know we didn't realize setting up production and lights for this thing was going to be so complicated. Uh, so what you're supposed to believe uh, is that they're rigging up speakers and strobe lights. And, and they'd never done it before. First time. Huh? <laughs> the thing that we went to was it was a very highly produced event with a lot of video and a lot of coordinated lights. Right. And there was a, right. a box that brought these no, guys out to another again, stage. That, you know what? That's that's already too stupid to, too talk, stupid to talk about. <laughs> OK, because if you're if you're at the level, you're playing the big places there there's no discussion over we had no idea no no th it's playing, on. Uh, you're done get out of the business we're, get out of the business we're living in a town where uh we're about a month away from them playing chicken with a huge event 
the people don't know across the country, the North Carolina A&T State University homecoming is one of the bigger homecomings in like the whole country. And people come from all over the place for this thing. They've canceled a few events, but they haven't canceled the game. And they haven't canceled. And so there's going to be a lot of unofficial events. I think there's a massive concert. So we're about a month away from that. And, of course, they were not able to have any of this last year. I don't, I don't know how any of this is going to go. I, you know what? I, I think you're you're probably pre-trashing something that doesn't need to be. I don't know. I hope everything they, works Hang out. on. Really Wait do. a minute. Hang on. They've already had a home football game there that apparently mm -hmm. went 1,000% smooth. Oh, sure. Everybody yeah, cooperated. Fine. Everybody Everybody uh, uh, wore a mask. You know, there, there was none of that shit there. So I think I think that's you're, one. That's you're, a, just a regular football game. I know. I know. Multiply I, that by about twenty, and you'll have it. the number of people that are in town. I, I mean, I'm hoping everything works out. But uh, speaking yeah, of yeah. things that are too dumb to talk about, yeah. we just got this one: Trump donor oh, Corey Lewandowski made unwanted sexual advances. Apparently, this happened at some sort of event over the weekend. Uh, Trishel Odom, the wife of Idaho construction executive John Odom, you know him, don't you? Wait, wait a minute. What, what, hang on a second. First of all, I, I love the headline because by definition, any sexual advance by Corey Lewandowski would, again, by definition, oh, be true. unwanted. But OK. All right. true. <laughs> uh, she he Lewandowski repeatedly touched her, including on her leg and buttocks and spoke to her in sexually graphic terms. Odom said Lewandowski stalked her throughout the evening. Four people who were firsthand witnesses at the event corroborated Odom's allegations. Politico also spoke with two people, one of whom was at the event and another who was not, who described conversations they right. had with Odom about the incidents immediately after uh, you know, it happened. But, but I, I read most of the story. I read the details and, and, yeah. and the rest of it. And then, again, because we're on a podcast, I can do sure. this. Did you already try to find pictures of her? No, I haven't done this yet. Oh, I'm worse than you. Uh, I'm worse than you. Well, we've I'm established worse than this. you. But, but we, of course, the the underlying uh, logic there is: was it worth it? Okay. <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> From what I, and it's, it's hard. There's somebody with that name who was famous, and so a very attractive person with that name. Yeah. Who is famous, and I can't quite figure out whether it's that person. Mm -hmm. Um. But now, now that I put aside the shit you can say on a podcast that you, yeah. you lose advertisers for on radio, uh, coming back from that, um, is there anything in that story, or maybe I didn't read it closely enough, did she file charges? Did she go to the police? She, because if she didn't, then this is not a, this is too stupid to talk about. Because well, you have to, you can say, oh, you know, he's a pig, he, he did these things, and get publicity for it. But if you don't take it to the next level right now, you got to you got to get the guy charged. And by the way, if you both, both of us on the Brad, both of us on the Brad and Rick cast urge her to go forward and file formal charges against this man. Sure. Go to the police, take the report. The Las Vegas Metro Police are there to help you. This is where this took place. It was in yeah. Las Vegas. Uh, she issued a statement. This Odom woman did on the evening of September 26th in Las Vegas. I attended a dinner to support a charity and spend time with wonderful friends. He repeatedly touched me inappropriately, talking about Lewandowski, and said vile and disgusting things to me, stalked me, and made me feel violated and fearful. Now, this is a real conundrum for Donald John Trump Sr., because he loves Corey Lewandowski like a son. In fact, he probably loves Corey Lewandowski way more than his own stupid idiot sons. Uh, but he needs this Odom guy's money. 
So he doesn't. This is going to be a oh, real a conundrum. So who is this guy again? He's John got that Odom much money. Is guy. He's uh, apparently some sort of magnate, a, an Idaho construction executive, is what the, uh, mm. the the thing says. And he was at this huge event in Vegas. So the guy's got some bucks. Yeah. And Donald Trump loves to suck money out of rich people. So this will be very difficult if he finds it advantageous to turn on Corey Lewandowski to keep the vacuum cleaner of money coming yeah. for those people that have this fantasy of him retaking the White House in 2024. You know, Corey Lewandowski may have. Oh, if he doesn't have Corey, how can he get back, Britt? He's he's the key. Come on. <laughs> it's so tough. Can, can, can we can we just can we pivot in the same uh, neighborhood neighborhood? Yes, sir. A different street. Yes. But uh, this. This uh, uh, a series of revelations, if they're called that, by the uh, former press secretary for Donald Trump, the one who never held a press conference the entire time she had the gig because she sucked. She was horrible. She couldn't speak. The few times you did hear her speak, she was a complete idiot. Her name was uh, Stephanie, not John Grish Grisham. It's a Stephanie, Stephanie Grisham, Grisham book, not a John Grisham book. And uh, she's supposedly spilling the beans on all this shit that she knows uh, about Trump and what, what happened. Her book and, comes out uh, next month. It's called uh, Now I Will Take Your Questions right. or something okay. of that nature. And you ready? And, and uh, if, you're, if you're just listening to us, you can't see. Britt posted a story about the book from the Washington mm -hmm. Post. And the headline has already been... Um, not only debunked, but I agree with the uh, uh, disagreement in tone with what this headline says. Trump played tough with Putin when cameras were around, but a new book details his insecurities. So she says that in the book. Now, can you tell me one time, and uh, I'm channeling Jonathan Lemire of the Associated Press because he was there. He's the one. He's the one that stood up mm -hmm. and asked that question directly to Trump. You know, do you believe him? when he says he didn't interfere in the election and Trump said, yeah, well, if he says he didn't remember, so that's Lemire and Lemire is on, on, uh, on MSNBC, you know, 17 times a day. I don't know how the guy finds time to write anything. Okay. He's on TV so much, <laughs> but he's good. He's yeah. great. I love him. Um, but the assertion at any level that Trump was tough with Putin in public, yeah. we all Here. saw it. We all Here. saw what a wuss he was. Yeah. If, if, if her example of, Trump being tough with Putin in public was when he turned to him and said, jokingly, this was the one time when it really was jokingly, don't interfere in our elections. Ha ha. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember. Remember when he did that? Is yeah, that supposedly was... tough? And, and then behind the scenes, he was even wimpier, obviously. Now, I do believe the part in the book that says that uh, Putin, who's not stupid, had enough background on trump to realize that he was a germaphobe so he would constantly cough <laughs> oh, i would do that oh my god that is such a great and, and move now, now that one that one i believe and i also believe the story about putin bringing in a, a stenographer or somebody to to write down the uh, transcript who uh, you know apparently you know with uh, 75 inch tits and and you know the, the typical yeah. Donald Trump bombshell so yeah, his, somebody from the, some Ukrainian model shit or something right like right so yeah. so so he could uh, he'd be thrown off i absolutely believe I that believe part that of the story but the the uh, the attempt to to make trump at any level seem um, uh, a, a better statesman or a better politician or a better president than he was by pretending in public 
that uh, he was tough on Putin and being wimpier behind it. That, that makes no sense. It's just stupid. And again, you know, th- there's two versions of how I can interpret a book like this coming out. Now, first of all, this is a person with no future. She didn't even have a past when they hired her. She was a nothing. She was some, I think she was some loser from Arizona who did right. nothing. And, right. and she got in there. So she must have thought that you know, this was going to be the ticket to forever success being in the Trump administration. So you know, she worked with Melania, then went to the press secretary gig because I think they had no one left that would take that job. I, I don't know whether she directly followed, uh, what's her name, uh, Sarah Sarah Sanders or not, but but this one they yeah. couldn't find anybody. So she takes the job and, and, and she holds no press conferences because she probably doesn't really know anything anyway. And she's terrible on her feet and can't speak. So she was only in the gig for eight or nine months. She, she leaves. And so now it's a year after uh, Trump is uh, out of office and, and she's got no prospects. So this is one time where I do agree with Trump. Because, you know, his first response to every book that comes out about him is they're just trying to make money off of my name. I think in her case, it's probably true because she certainly has no no skills or ability or reputation that could be spun into anything. I mean, she's not going to get a job as an analyst at the Heritage Foundation. She's she's nothing. She knows nothing. She's an idiot. This but was she was standard. there and had enough gossip to write a book. So I'm with Trump on that. But you know what, Trump? Fuck you. Because y- your whole goal is to yeah. make money off of everyone else and, and leave them holding the bag. So you have nothing to say about people who use whatever notoriety spins off onto them because they were doing shit work for you. And she also goes into that category of people. You know what? You should have said something while you were there. Mm. You shouldn't sit there in silence. um, This is a statement from Donald John Trump Sr. Stephanie didn't have what it takes, and that was obvious from the beginning. She became very angry and bitter after her breakup, and as time went on, she was seldom relied on or even thought about. He says that about everything. Wait a minute. If if she didn't have what it takes, it was obvious from the beginning. Why didn't you fire her? Right. I also, I also you know, that, that's, I'm not, we're, we're, are we going to get into a tit for tat with the stupidity of Trump here? No. Well, but I also love her. that he, he he heaps tons of great misogyny on. You know, she's just a bitter old bitch that was pissed off because yeah. the guy threw her to the curb. Does is the phrase "disgruntled employee" appear anywhere in there? Because that usually shows up. <laughs> she had big problems, employee. and we felt she should work out those problems for herself. Now, like everyone else, she gets paid by a radical left-leaning publisher. To say bad and untrue things. See, I was going to ask you about this because obviously I have a uh, subscription to Audible and I get a new credit every month for a new book I can listen to. And I was thinking about that one, but then this Seth Wickersham book comes out about Bill Belichick, the trash is him. So you think I should go with the the, the Wickersham book about Bill Belichick? Well, did, did you did you uh, do the Woodward costume? Yes, book I, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm still listening to that one right now. It's fantastic. There's nothing yeah. wrong at all with the Woodward book. That's a, that's a really good book. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't think I would waste my time on that Belichick story, which is, you know, it, it doesn't. Here's why I don't think it's a thing. And it's, it's kind of in the category of this isn't worth talking about, because uh, if, if I get the gist of it, uh, a lot of players on the Patriots were really pissed that Belichick and uh, at another level, Tom Brady appeared to be sucking up at some level to Donald Trump in 2015. Mm-hmm. 2015 into 2016, and it caused some discord. Here's the problem: they won the Super Bowl that year. Okay, no. so if it if it causes the team to split apart and have a bad season, or 
or somehow in the fourth quarter, somebody makes an egregious error and they blame it on the fact that Belichick likes Trump. That's a story. But other than that, this right? is the and I, I promise yeah. we'll get off this subject in just a moment. You're hearing a lot about this this week because the the Patriots are playing the Buccaneers at home on Sunday night. It's going to be the biggest, the highest rated game of the season, not called the Super Bowl. It's going to get more viewers on Sunday night than uh, have you you've seen the NBC at camp promo campaign for this, but, but right? You, you have you do, seen? You have you realize, seen the, have you seen the NBC you, campaign for it? I know, but they're but promoting you, you it. Do like realize, they're promoting it. You, you like, do it's realize like the we're, we're falling. Hang on, we're we're falling for the hype. We're falling for the oh, scam sure. here. Oh, because sure. first of all, what is it? The the third or the fourth week? Week four. Uh, second of all, there's there's uh, what I believe to be a pretty wide disparity between these teams. It could easily be a blowout. I think so. And 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 three, we know who's won this battle by now. We know who the winner is. It's oh, not yeah. in question no, anymore. It's, okay, it's, it's not. But there's still. I mean, it's gonna get. It's gonna get massive numbers, and a lot of people are going. Yeah, and I'm a sucker. I'm falling for it. I'll watch the thing and hope. Hey, are they booing him? Are they not booing him? I mean, honestly, I don't care. But here, here's the thing with this: Bill Belichick he would not meet with Tom Brady in person before he left the Patriots. He was going to schedule one last meeting where they could sit down, airing of the grievances. Hey, thank you for everything. Hey, and, and Dickhead McGee decides he's going to turn it into a phone call instead of a face-to-face meeting. That's Can I say what, something? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Belichick is is obviously a a fairly disturbed guy. Pretty pretty socially awkward. Uh, doesn't know the the uh, the basics of human relationships we know that all or, right but however in in his defense in this case and just not talking to tom brady anymore i cannot recall one time when i've ever been fired where well, the person who fired me hang on the person who fired me said you know let's sit down you. and have one last no I, it's I, not about you you it is win. about it's about everybody. It's you about everybody. Win. You didn't Belichick win five Super no, Bowls with anybody. No obligation. No you didn't obligation. Make, you didn't, you didn't win five Super Bowls and turn somebody into a household name and a Hall of Famer. He did that for Bill Belichick. I'm not. I'm not saying that that, that that's not true. I'm not denying the the fact that if it wasn't for Tom Brady, Bill Belichick would this have been Jimmy just another Lotus. fired coach from the Cleveland Browns. I know that. I understand. He'd this be on the not trash. Jimmy, I this is not Jimmy at the loading dock saying goodbye to Lenny after a hot summer. This is like the like this is a guy that made you a lot of money and made you a Hall of Famer. This is a guy you at least owe a face to face meeting with this guy. But no. But we're not. See, we're not learning anything by seeing this okay well, we're not we are, learning that bill belichick is anything but we but what we thought him to be that all those years of watching him show up at press conferences and mumble like a homeless piece of shit dressed the same way <laughs> acting as if he just walked in well, you know, off of uh, beacon street in boston uh, after sleeping there overnight, that is him. Here's, that is him. But this and is what so I, he doesn't. What, he doesn't. Uh, so it does not surprise me. This nope. actually fits the bill. I'm not disappointed in Bill. I, I don't think much of it. But you, I don't you gave. But you gave him. I think what you much credit. Like he's socially awkward. No, or he's just an asshole. There's always that. He's just a huge dick, and he chooses to be that guy. What I think is going to happen is, like, after he retires, you'll find out he's this affable guy. He's got a lot of quips. He's very glib and stuff like that. And it, this reminds me of the Howard Stern thing. What has Howard Stern been doing for, like, 10 years now, Brad? He's been going out and apologizing for being a gigantic asshole, right? For, like, most of his life to people he was competing with. Do you have to be an asshole to be successful? Bill Belichick, I ask you this question. 
Was that necessary? And perhaps if you were a little nicer on this end, you could have avoided some apologies on this end. That That is my point with Bill Belichick. Was it necessary for him to be a dick the entire time? Well, but see, I don't think he cares. Yeah, and he's not going to spend the rest of his life after he leaves coaching trying to, quote, unquote, rehabilitate his image. He's not going to try to be the, the guy. He's not going to sit on the panel on ESPN on Sunday or or uh, on the NFL Today or, or Fox su- the Sunday. He's not going to be with those guys, I don't think. I could be wrong. I mean, because if you would have asked me 25 years ago, what about Jimmy Johnson? Is he going right. to – I wouldn't have thought Jimmy John- – but, you know, of course, he's very good, and he knows he a lot, and he, he's a funny guy, and he, 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 he can play the game. Now, has Belichick been hiding that all these years, and it's, it's going to blossom? At- no. That's that's not going to happen. That's he's uh, so Steve obviously has my Steve's got my back. LMAO, a coach owes nothing to a pro athlete who left the team. He was paid millions of dollars to play there. And as much as I hate the Pats, he owed that prima donna douche nothing. Well, again, it's good to get the support from the listeners always and forever. All right. We'll talk about something important. You've seen General Milley and a couple of the other generals getting yelled at a couple of days. Here was some of the headlines on uh, media. I. Matt Gates rages at Millie and Austin during the hearing. If we didn't have a president that was so addled, you would all be fired. Now, to be fair to Matt Gates, he just saw R. Kelly get convicted of something he's probably going to be convicted of. So he's a little emotional right now and may not. He may just have some outbursts that he's not in control. All right, but before we waste more time talking about a story about what Matt Gates said, which, by the way, we are falling for to talk about what he said as being the one way we get into the story about Afghanistan and those hearings. We are the problem. But OK, it doesn't matter. You started it. Well, um, I, I did, but he's, he's just indicative of what you've been seeing. And, of course, you would have thought a few weeks ago, Millie would be in the brig. Millie would be walking the plank right now. He would be shot in front of a firing squad. Because I never thought that. I never thought that was no, going to happen. We support, we came no. out the I came out the first hour and posted on Facebook. He's a fucking hero for what he did. He is. And, and it was way he before I heard anybody on TV say it because it was obvious that he did the right yeah. thing. And now everybody in the world has copied me. <laughs> but then they go, you know, he, he says in the hearings yesterday in front of the senators and the, the usual suspects were trying to be complete dicks to him and he wasn't taking it. He goes, look, all of these people like Mark Meadows and all of these like Esper, all of these people were in the loop. I have the fucking receipts. I'm a general for a reason. So everybody calm the fuck down. They knew what I was doing. They were in on it. Maybe they didn't tell baby Huey because baby Huey's a piece of shit, but they were all in the loop on this. So everybody back the fuck off. I did not go outside of chain of command. They, 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 of course, they they didn't touch him. Um, uh, you know, I don't think ever in our lives we've seen um, someone at that level have Detroit chief say, yeah, uh, we failed. The policy failed. The strategy failed. Uh, and he did admit that they didn't see this coming. Now, that's a troubling thing because it wasn't as if this wasn't being talked about and written about. For weeks and months, I mean, I can certainly recall, I know you do too, that for many, many months before what happened those last uh, 10 days or so in Afghanistan, we were seeing stories about what is going to happen to all the translators, all the people that helped us during that war. Are they going to get screwed? And if they are, we have a moral obligation to get them out of that country now, now being in March, April, May, you know. Uh, and, and so 
that's pretty troubling. It, it, it does lead to the question of uh, do, do generals live in their own bubbles? Does the military live in its own bubble? Did they not see those stories? Were they not aware of that? And if they weren't, that's terrible. If they were, then that is gross negligence. But what happened the last few weeks in Afghanistan, that was not treason. That was not, it was nothing no. of the sort. No. It, 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 okay. Uh, and, you know, these, these hearings where, where losers like Matt Gates, who, and by the way, I love the fact that you planted the seed of a guy who was so screwed up mentally right now because he realizes he may very well get convicted uh, in the same vein of R. Kelly in that same ballpark because then that that brings us, hang on, that brings us to the uh, possibility of an R. Kelly, Bill Cosby uh, comedy and music tour because you may have seen that Bill Cosby through his spokesman, is saying that R. Kelly got railroaded just like Bill Cosby did because that's another successful black man who has been taken down by the system unfairly. Now, Matt Gates can be their kind of white third wheel. He can be their shemp. (laughs) (laughs) See, you were criticizing me for taking the bait, and there was a point because I got the shot in against Matt Gates. I said, I told you, I'm glad you did that. He's going the same route. He's going the exact same route that R. Kelly is. I certainly hope he is. Right, right. But again, if you there are certain people you want speaking up on your behalf and there are certain people you don't. If for example, something awful happens and your wife is found dead, you don't want OJ Simpson going, Hey, I know Brad Krantz, he's a good guy. He wouldn't do that. You'd be like, Shut the fuck up. I don't need your help. You're good. Just stay over there. Right? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I don't need you speaking up on my behalf. Yeah. Here's another one we're not gonna take the bait on. Congress must raise the debt limit by October the 18th. Treasury Secretary Yellen warns in new letter as default looms. It's a very serious story, but you and I are not going to get into a discussion of, you know, maybe the Republicans have a point about all this spending. I think they should really, they should have their concerns listened to because they don't care. There's not a point to anything that they're doing. It's just nihilism. That's right, well, isn't it's, it? It's it's worse than that. Yes. And uh, you characterized in the inaccurate way that Republicans are putting it out there to a moronic public, mm-hmm. which is they don't know what the phrase debt ceiling means. In fact, nobody actually knows what it means. It's almost a made up thing. OK, it's like a OK, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it's an artificial construct. The best way that it's explained is, Britt, you have a credit card. It's issued to you by Bank of America or, or whatever, and, and it's a MasterCard or a Visa, and you go out and you spend $1,000 next week at your favorite place, BJ's Wholesale. You run up the tab. Sure, yeah. And, and then the great thing is about the credit card, you don't get the bill for you know three or four weeks after that. And then you have about two weeks or so to pay that. So you owe that money to the bank because you've already spent that money and you owe them that money. That is what the debt ceiling is. Mm -hmm. The debt ceiling is the United States having to pay for bills that it ran up previously. It is not, repeat, it is not a, what are you going to spend tomorrow? What are you going to spend on legislation right now about infrastructure or child care or the uh, other things in the larger 
uh, piece of legislation. It's not that at all. But the Republicans are so disingenuous. They're so full of shit. The same Republicans who voted to uh, pay the bills when Donald Trump was president. And remember what his bills were. His bills were just passing out money in the form of tax cuts to the richest people in the country and corporations. But that mm-hmm. was worth, quote, raising the debt ceiling, which is paying your previous debts. It's not a ceiling for the future. It's about the floor in the past that you stood on and started spending money on. I believe and those the, tax cuts would have been called an unfunded mandate under different circumstances. Brad. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can call them anything, um, <laughs> but, but they, 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 were, they were paid for technically in that the country didn't go into default when the, the uh, money was not collected by the Treasury in the form of taxes because the taxes had been cut for people owing them and corporations and, and the rest. So just when, and, and I don't know how many times we've done this, just when you don't think that Mitch McConnell could be a bigger lying piece of shit, this is what he's doing. Yeah. And, and because, because um, most people don't pay attention to the news, they don't know, they just hear the phrase debt ceiling, and at the same time, because the Democrats and President Biden and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats are fighting among themselves to decide how much and how they want these uh, two different pieces of legislation to, to pass and how much they're going to involve with. And then you throw in the words debt ceiling, the average Excuse me, we're elites here, Britt. We can say the fucking stupid American people think that, boy, you better not vote for that debt ceiling because then (laughs) that just encourages them to pass this legislation and think they can spend whatever they want, right? That's, um, do I have that right? Yeah, that is 100%. As Rachel Maddow says at four minutes after nine, after she has painfully explained what the guest is about to talk about, she says, do I have that about right? Did I, did I get that explanation about right? Yes, you did. You did everything I was supposed to do. I'll see you She always night. does that. Adios. She always does. That's yeah. one of the little pet peeves about her. I love her. But, but God, that's that's lame that she does that. But okay. Um, uh, so, so, yeah. So, uh, so let's, let's leave the debt ceiling on because the other, the, the more important thing, because that, that's going to get, they're not going to let, no matter what happens, the, the country is not going to be allowed to go into full default. They're not going to repossess the Statue of Liberty. They're not going to do, you know, the stock market isn't going to uh, crater no, by willing, 60% on to, anybody's watch. Not, but they're not willing to play chicken with it for their voters, to, to show their voters that they're serious about something, that they support. No, they're not serious about anything. They're they're not they're serious, not, this is McConnell's like not serious about his underwear, I'm sure. He's just an idiot. This is like McConnell and his his dumbass people. That all they're trying to do is to stick a, a you know a stick up Joe Biden's ass and, and his his supporters. Yeah, well, it fucks you. It fucks all of us. And, yeah, but, but they don't but, care. You know what? If if uh, 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 this is not about stick, and again, you just pointed out something that that goes right into that same category. This is how stupid people are. Yeah. This is not about what will happen to Joe no. Biden. You know, all right, let, let's let's look at the worst thing that can happen to Joe Biden. If you think that owning the Bidens is is your goal in in trying to ruin the country, right? And, okay, Joe Biden. They don't pass the legislation. His approval ratings fall. The, the Congress becomes Republican, the country sucks, and Joe Biden's a one-term president. All right. That's, quote-unquote, the worst thing that can happen to Joe Biden. Okay, it's it's not good for him. He won't like it. He won't look good in history. He'll look like a—okay. But 
that has nothing to do with the fact that tens, hundreds of millions of Americans really will have something bad happen to them nearly instantly if the country were to default on its debt and its good name around the world. And the United States uh, uh, Treasury securities become junk bonds overnight because uh, we're not paying the obligations on them. And people don't get their Social Security checks and all the things that you know. We've heard this, you know, 20 times over the last few years when the Republicans play this kind of brinksmanship game. And it's, by the way, remember, it's always Republicans that do this. Always the Republicans, the same people who say, in another moment, in another time, we need a balanced budget amendment. Yeah. And then they yeah. run up bigger deficits, bigger deficits yeah. than any Democrat ever. Trump did that. So, um, uh, again, I don't take them seriously on this whole debt ceiling thing, but they're, they're using it as a cudgel and a wedge to try to screw up the negotiations going on over the, the uh, other two pieces of legislation, which the Democrats are, you know, wrestling with you, with each other. And, you know, they, you know, they, they got to get a win. They got to do it. No, whatever is, that means. That, what, whatever. This, this, what, this backs against the wall. No tomorrow. 110%. The, the whole thing. This is every cliche ever. They, they cannot afford to, to uh, walk away empty handed because a couple of uh, uh, senators, you know, won't play ball out there in uh, Arizona and West Virginia and uh, the far lefties in the House are all saying in mass, uh, we're not going to vote. We're not going to vote for the goddamn infrastructure bill if you don't give us all the. And, and if you don't believe right now that they're all posturing, that they're all bluffing, and that at the end they're not going to all realize that they have to compromise if they want to survive, if, uh, if, if, if AOC wants to be part of a Congress where, you know, there are 110 Democrats and 360 Republicans where you'll never hear of her again. If she wants that, then they can tank the infrastructure bill. Go ahead. Be tough. <laughs> uh, because, you know, we didn't get everything at the exact level that you want to. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think she's I don't think she or, or, or other people are, are that stupid. But they're it, it's horrible when people are negotiating with themselves. That's well, the worst part of this. That's the, the idea, worst part. Of but this. the idea that they could think, I mean, that, that some of their, their supporters are rooting them on. I'm talking about the Republicans in doing this. And they don't really know what they're rooting for. They just they just go do it. And that somehow they can try to score political points by fucking up life for everybody. And the other thing about this is the media should be reporting on the idea that the Republicans are just voting on polit on basically economic destruction for the planet. If you vote against lifting the debt ceiling, that's what you're doing. There's there's no other way about it. It's not, you know, they're very serious about this spending, and I think they've got some really good points, and we need to listen to them. No, that's not what this is about at all. They have no, no points. There's none. Of course, none. Of course. No, of course not. No, finish is, up. Yeah. Let, let's finish up with this guy who's become now the poster boy of NBA non-vaccinations. His name is Kyrie Irving. I think he played about 11 or 12 games for Duke University a few years ago. Yeah, that's what uh, he's most famous for, Britt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy well, shit. God just, damn it. Stop this, it. Goes, this goes into my narrative about what a problem Duke University is. Hi, I'm Rand Paul. Have we met? Hi, I'm Stephen Miller. Have we met? Hi, I'm Richard Nixon. Have we met? Kyrie Irving is part of the 10% of the National Basketball Association that says he will not get uh, vaccinated. And he's very proud of it. Currently, he would not be allowed to play at his home arena. That's the Barclays Center in Brooklyn because the city of New York has a you're not vaccinated, 
can't go to work. Sorry. Okay. And now he, along with this Andrew Wiggins person, they're saying, right. no play, no pay. You're going to well, lose good. millions well, of dollars. That, that, go that, ahead. That's fine. I think the bigger story on this is the LeBron James story. Yes. Yeah. Because LeBron James, about, what, two months ago, when he was asked, uh, are you vaccinated? He was in that category of people that we thought sucked who would say, it's a personal decision. I'm not going to say one way or the other. It's it's not up to me to tell people what to do, and, and it's a personal decision between me and my family. Now, I'm going to go both directions here. To his credit, now he's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And to his credit, over the weekend, he said, yes, I'm vaccinated, and, and uh, he's the first person I know, actually, that when he used the phrase, I did the research, apparently the research he did led him to believe that he should get vaccinated. Okay, I'll take him at his word. That's fine. Because you know what? Any normal person doing the research that is legitimate would come to that same conclusion. So I give him I give him that. However, then he drops in this little nugget. It's not up to me to tell other people to get vaccinated. It's still a personal decision for people to decide themselves. And I'm not going to get out there in front and try to lead people in one direction or another. And to me, you're now completely turned around and you're back into the toilet because this is a guy, and he actually used the word, I'm not going to endorse the vaccine one way or the other. This is a guy who, and I looked it up last year, he made $55 million in endorsements of shoes and other shit and Kia and whatever else. So he can endorse that, but he cannot endorse a life-saving shot for people who would listen to him. They would listen to him. He, I, I just can't think of a person who would have more of an influence if anybody is ever going to have any kind of an influence because, you know, we've gone through a year and a half of, well, you know, we need prominent people to sever. And he would be one of those people. I really believe that. This is the Fox um, News version of the story. Yeah, Lakers LeBron James same, says yeah. he received COVID-19 vaccine. I think everyone has their own choice. Well, yeah, you know, every, you know, everyone has their their own choice. Also, whether to shoot their their head off with a gun, you know. But I would encourage people not to shoot their heads off with a gun. It's just Look, a thing. Now, I don't want I, to intrude on your right to shoot yourself in the head. I appreciate Ron James when he came out and we started talking about some of the issues after George Floyd was murdered in Minneapolis, and he started talking about black people being killed by policemen. I think that was very important. This is important too. You can take a stand. This no, would no. have been. This is this very is more important. important. This is well, way more important. That's fine. I mean, you can say, or you you can say, well, you know, I think the police may be being a little rough, but everybody's got their own mind to make up about that. I'm going to let people do their own research it, it, about well, that. that. I'm going to really unbelievable. Gonna, no, that right. You, you are. You're that bingo. You you so, you hit a three point shot. See, Just like I did on Friday when I got my third shot. I got a three pointer. Three pointer. So, yeah, he needs to step up and he needs to he needs to understand that advocacy doesn't stop at social issues. This is also a health issue mixed with a social issue as well. And this is going to keep a lot of people safe if he'll just say, get the fucking shot. That's all you got to do. And you did it and you're fine. And I think, Steve, by the way, Stephen A. Smith has been brilliant about this. I usually hate this guy, but he's usually like and, and, and Scott Van Pelt. All of these NBA stars who their entire lives have trusted everything implicitly that doctors have said have now said, whoa, the doctors are kind of full of shit. I'm not really sure I want to do what they say. 
for 20 years, right. you did exactly what the doctor told you to do. When yeah. the doctor said, you know, you have a ruptured Achilles, you need to get that fixed. I don't know, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant would go, no. <laughs> I, I no, no, no. Brit, 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 <laughs> I want to do the research on whether yeah. I need to get There might be a shaman somewhere over in India. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to fly over there and just prop my leg up on a cave and see yeah. if that guy can fix it. I don't know if this doctor yeah. knows what he's doing. You that's, know, But the, this Kyrie Irving thing is so maddening because – He's, it, it's very cute when you're out there going, oh, the earth is flat. He, he, he. It's so cute when he says, and he's very contrary. I often call you a contrarian. This guy's got you beat the hell and back. It's cute when uh, you, you do shit like that. When Allen Iverson does this cute thing about, well, I'm not going to practice. Practice doesn't matter. T he. This is important. Okay, Junior, it's time for you to man up. Stop the bullshit. I'm sorry. You're in a position you're in. You're doing a job that is basically unimportant. You're playing a game but you're making millions of dollars and a lot of people depend on you. The people that are selling the right. beer and the peanuts at Barclays Center, the people that are parking the cars, the people that are gaffing the microphones during the games. It's time for you to man up, get your fucking shot, or if you don't want to do that, head over to Dollar Tree, and guess what? You're going to get a shot working there too, asshole. So get the goddamn shot and quit being such a dick about this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, and, and, and You can't have it both ways. Right. You, you, you can't talk to people and say why are you taking your 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 uh, cues and getting your information from facebook or sean hannity or this they're they're there to intentionally lie to you and then when you do have a a a person a lebron james who is a a fairly trustworthy individual uh at least gets the shot so he's about half you know if, if you want to he, he could have just said Here's what he could have gotten out of this, but he didn't need to get out of it. He should be advocating for it. There should be public service announcements every two seconds with him on there, you know? Uh, and, and I know Kareem, Kareem is just up his ass on this. Oh, yeah. Kareem is 100% right on all of this. Kareem is, is, is just up his ass on this, as he should be. But there should be a public service announcement with him and with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And yeah. with a bunch of other players, and with Bill Russell, the oldest guy still alive. They, who, they've got, know, got one shots, with some but. of the older players uh, getting the shot and stuff like that. But yeah, LeBron James. Look, I mean, the, the other funny thing about this, 15 months ago, uh, you know, the Fox News crowd hated LeBron James. Oh, shut up and dribble. Who gives a shit about what you have to say? But now it's like, wait, 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 wait. LeBron James is really speaking the truth. We should listen to this man. So now you know it's, it's gone 180 degrees now. People should pay attention to what LeBron James says, except when he's talking about cops killing black people. You know he, what? He, gets, he should shut the fuck up about that. But this, you, he's you are, you are, unfortunately, correct in yeah. that what LeBron James is doing is not that far away from what the primetime hosts on Fox are doing, except that LeBron James is saying that he got the shot. Right. They're such pieces of shit that yeah. they won't even say yeah. that even though they work at a company that says you have to have a shot it to work here. It. And of course, none of them are probably at that building. They're probably all at home doing their shows from remote right. studios. Right. So that, that it's not an, an issue technically. But the, the company-wide edict is that everyone at Fox needs to be vaccinated or at least show us your, your status and if you're not, you're going to get your, your tested every two minutes. Don't do that. Um, but LeBron James at least is saying, I got the shot. And if you want to say, well, I'm just going to lead by example. I got it. I can't tell you to get it. I'm not going to tell you to get it. But this is what I decided. 
and and th- that's five steps better. That's still five steps better than yeah. the intentional disinformation Agreed. coming out of Hannity and Tucker Carlson and the rest. LeBron James never tried to undermine no. the vaccine. He never did that. So you know, again, I'm, I'm swinging back and forth on him, as, as you can tell here. Um, but I, I, I really think he's just he's missing an opportunity. He he's just missing such an. Hey, here, here's basketball language. Uh, everybody on it's a layup. No, no, it's really a layup. <laughs> to, uh, it's an uncontested layup. You know, no one is going to no one's going to question. Now, now, the, I, I guess from far away, what what is he? Uh, um, is this the equivalent? Okay, this is the the worst stretch ever. Worst analogy you'll ever hear. Is this the vaccine equivalent of the Michael Jordan? Well, you know, Republicans buy shoes, too, which is why he wouldn't right, come out right. against Jesse Helms and campaign for Harvey Gantt all those years right. ago. He didn't want to get involved in politics. He stayed agnostic on it. You know, I thought that was terrible. And I don't think Jordan, everything he's ever said about that has never been adequate. It's always no, been, but he's also he's he's also redeemed himself in other ways as well. But, I know, you know he, but he's he had to, he's had to live with that. He's had to live with that for a number of right. years, and he should. Right, um, and so that's that's probably going to be what's going to happen with LeBron. This this is not going to be held against him. Um, well, at, it's at any he's, level. Giving, he's giving he's giving he's giving aid and comfort to people that were calling him an entitled N word fifteen months ago. You know, mm-hmm. that's the that's the sad part about that. Yeah, the yeah, shut up right. and dribble crowd now loves him. Right. So my, my parting advice is I would get on. A Ticketmaster right now, the Bill Cosby R. Kelly yeah. uh, tour with opening act Matt Gates. Those tickets, the, I'll tell you what, I hate this. You know, you go on the site, they're already, the cheapest uh, one is $800. I hate that. They're, they're now, al- they've already been picked up by all the scalpers. Are those that. are those tickets going faster than the Bill O'Reilly Donald Trump double thing? Because that thing was, that was huge. Well, was they, I have one deal. word for that. Ready? Bundle. Yeah. Yeah. If you get them both. <laughs> Bundle and save. Yeah, bundle and save.